How low can you go? How high can you go? If these questions keep you up at night and it's not about politics, listen on for three ways to safely and significantly widen your vocal range. Hello, this is Judy Rodman. You're listening to All Things Vocal Podcast. This is the audio version of the blog you can find at judyrodman.com. There are many vital reasons for singers to work on increasing vocal range. One, of course, is that you can sing wider range songs without straining and damaging your poor vocal cords. Another is that healthy vocal training to extend range can help your vocal apparatus gain strength, stamina, and flexibility. This improves your vocal ability in general, giving you richer resonance, more tonal options, better control of pitch and volume, as well as more accuracy to execute vocal licks and style idiosyncrasies. If you do training for vocal range extension correctly, you can increase the ability of your voice to mix registers, creating a bigger and better middle voice, which is where most contemporary singing occurs. So increasing your range is more than just about bragging rights. Let's just dig a little farther by defining what vocal range is. Here are three ways to think about vocal range. Number one, the distance between the lowest note you can sing in chest voice and the highest note you can sing in head voice. Number two, the distance between the lowest and highest notes that you can sing in full voice, meaning you don't quite go over to head voice. And number three, the distance between the lowest and highest notes you can sing in both registers that are blended well enough to sound like one seamless break-free register from bottom to top. To define your vocal range, ask yourself these questions. First, how many octaves can you sing between your lowest chest voice and your highest head voice notes? This is the definition of total vocal range that covers all of your vocal registers. Expanding your total range is a good exercise for your voice for many reasons, but you need to understand that you'll be singing scales that are lower and much higher than will be practically required for singing songs. Number two, how high can you sing in full voice? This definition of vocal range is very practical and applicable to contemporary singing requiring strong chest register sound, but it's vital to expand your full voice range without it becoming strained throat voice, typically evidenced by overdefined neck muscles when pushing or reaching for high notes. This is the bad way to think of belt voice. And number three, how well can you connect your vocal registers so it seems like you have one smooth register without a discernible break? Expanding your vocal range by this definition is a very worthy and practical goal for jazz singing as well as many other contemporary and classical genres as well. This can give you a range that's quite wide, but truly strain-free. For examples, you could listen to artists such as Matt Carney, early Joni Mitchell, Philip Bailey of Earth, Wind & Fire, Shania Twain, Andre Bocelli, Sarah Barialis, 
and of course, Aretha Franklin. Smooth register transition is a worthy goal for any voice. Okay, so now that we know what you want, let's talk about how to train for it. There are different vocal exercises and training techniques for each of the above three goals for extending vocal range. To maximize and protect your voice, my suggestion is to train for all three. Okay, so number one, to increase your total vocal range through all registers, First of all, I don't recommend creating a pushed vocal fry sound for the low end of your range. Ah. It's not a practical sound, and if it's used habitually, it can create vocal damage. To create a healthy vocal fry, you can pull that sound, ah. but I suggest that you don't even try it. Just sing as low as you can create tone with pitch. My next thought for increasing your vocal range through all registers, Try stretching your torso out instead of collapsing your chest to sound your lower notes. Next tip, practice carefully to lift your head voice range. Don't push your high notes up, just intend them and let them float up. And my fourth tip, challenge yourself by supporting your highest head voice range solidly from the pelvic floor. Never push or strain your voice to go up another step. Just pull it up there by intending it and supporting it, but also controlling it by lifting above and behind yourself. Our second goal is to raise your range in full voice. This is also known as mixed or middle voice, gradually changing the mix of chest and head register involvement as you go higher, but not quite crossing into pure head voice. To do this, you must balance the strength in two sets of muscles, the TA and the CT, the thyroretinoid and the cricothyroid, that work the vocal cords so that they can coordinate their efforts efficiently. You must also allow your vocal cord vibration to access all resonation zones. In other words, allow the note to place itself where it resonates the most freely. To gain this continually adjusting balance, here are some tips. First, increase the amount of exercise you do with the vocal register you use the least. So you usually need more work in head voice for contemporary voice singers and chest voice for classical singers. Then learn to do some full voice exercises, almost but not quite crossing into pure head voice with absolutely correct form. One exercise I've developed, I call middle voice circle stretches, and they're kind of humming exercises with a loose jaw. You go an octave up and down, flinging your jaw down in a chewing motion at the bottom and the top. Here's how it sounds. Then you go up a half step. Notice I'm not pushing louder on the top. I'm backing off a little bit, but I am flinging my jaw down three times. I typically start male voices at C3, female voices at G3, and I go up about seven or eight half steps, not whole steps, half steps, until the person has to sing in head voice to avoid vocal strain. Next tip, as you go higher in full voice, back off your air pressure so you don't have to go into head voice to avoid strain. Elongate and allow morphing or modification 
of vowels for ease. I have a lot more tips for hitting full voice high notes on another podcast episode that you can check out. If you're training correctly, you'll notice that it gets easier and easier to sing higher in full voice than you ever have. But note, this should never be a pushed, strained, or tight sound, just rich and bright. Even metal rockers and R&B divas can learn to expand full voice ranges with no vocal strain. Yes, it's true. Now, our third goal is to expand more range over both registers with a completely smooth vocal register transition. Here are some tips. First, do lots of big range vocal exercises that cross your vocal registers. Learn to blend and hide your breaks at the transition areas and allow a mix to develop between registers. And I'm going to give you a hint. You do this by going up and back. I call this pulling instead of pushing as you cross your registers. Next tip, lip and tongue trills or raspberries and sirens that go across your whole range are some of the great vocal exercises that can get you moving across and blending your registers smoothly. And again, pull up and back as you go higher. Next tip, Try to make the top of your chest voice sound just like the bottom of your head voice. And to do this, I know this is going to sound really weird, but pull your head voice through your mouth kind of area. Imagine like pulling that sound through your mouth and pull your chest voice from your eyes and nose, from your mask. So you're mixing up where those feel like they're coming from. Next tip. Learn this pull method of sounding your voice, which will balance your breath support and control, giving you just the right amount of breath to go across your registers without breaking. It also allows your note to place itself where it's most easily resonated because your throat is going to expand a little bit up and back. All right, so how much range is enough? The answer can depend on genre specific norms. The better question is, how much range is enough for you to use when you're singing? Here's the way I like to answer. Your range should be as big or wide as is necessary to sing what you wish to sing without strain. Need help? Hit me up for a lesson or buy a course in Power Path and Performance Vocal Training. Then, Practice your vocal exercises so you can apply your vocal training without having to think about it in performance. Hitting the bottom of your range can be a confident sound, not disappear into hootiness or muddiness. And hitting the top of your range will never have to hurt. What a concept. This is Judy Rodman, and you can always find me at judyrodman.com. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast episode. Please leave me a review and then come back and we'll see you again next episode of All Things Vocal, the podcast for singers, speakers, vocal coaches, and studio producers.